So, when it comes to people such as the Jacksons, Stacy Dash, Ike Turner, Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, what do they all have in common? Well, they really don't know how to handle their temper. So, on this episode of So About Yesterday, we're going to see when do we draw the line and where do we draw the line. Jonathan, how are you guys doing today? What up? What up? What's going Hi. on? I actually good. have a really good, uh, actually a big announcement for you guys today. Yeah. We are, have 40, scri- 40 subscribers, so let's give everyone a round of applause for being an awesome subscriber. Man, mind you, if you That's haven't done YouTube, already, this is, this is on YouTube. <laughs> so if you haven't already, please click the subscribe button on you know below. I'm still getting used to saying that. Uh, because we love to talk about, you know, life stuff, and we love to just share the journey with you. Uh, Subscribe so, on YouTube and Twitch. We've got a Twitch, and uh, you want to get updates when we're live? Do it. Absolutely, and we will be spawn- responding to you in real time, as Sarah said. Yeah. Man, so, I mean, with without that, you know, with that said, how's everyone's week? How's everyone doing? It's going pretty well. Good. Any more birthday no. parties for your pets? No, just one. <laughs> nice. He only right. has one birthday. Oh, wow. Okay, well, what about you, Jonathan? Any cool. birthday parties? <laughs> no birthday parties. Been just, uh, like I said, keeping busy with work uh, Work now. My, my brother gave me a, a quick little shave of my head and the shape of my beard, making me look super fresh. Nice. Um... And just, uh, like I said last time, I was feeling smitten and I still am. I'm feeling pretty good. Things nice. in my my uh, my love life, I guess, is getting better. Nice. I'm feeling good. That's nice. good. I'm feeling nice. smooth. Feeling smooth. It always feels good to, you know, find the person you like. Yeah. 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 You know how that is. I have heard it's nice. I don't it's know. nice. But other than that, everyone's feeling good. Everyone's, you know. Yeah, we're getting by. Like, kissing yeah. babies and puppies and stuff. Well, you shouldn't be kissing anybody. Uh, you shouldn't be that <laughs> close to anybody. Uh, right. You shouldn't even be outside, actually, we'll because that. of all this going on. But what we're talking about today is Something that's going to put you in a yeah. kissing mood. It's going to no. definitely, <laughs> no. you know. And it sucks because, like, everybody's locked up at home and... I guess like some people, a lot of people are losing their jobs and everything like that. And it's yeah. it's unfortunate, but domestic violence, it has jumped up like dramatically. Really? Yeah. And according to the CDC. Yeah. yeah. According to the CDC. Yeah. This is a CDC giving you this information. Right. One in four women and one in seven men will experience physical violence by their intimate partner, uh, partner at some point during their lifetime. Mm. At least 5 million acts of domestic violence occur annually. Women aged 18 or older and over 3 million involving men. Now, why do you think that is? 
unfortunately with what's going on right now and like with the pandemic going on like this has always been an uptake but it's only happened on certain holidays if you think about it and and also the new york times sent uh sent out like statistics showing that domestic violence goes up whenever families spend way too much time together such as christmas summer vacations and so forth so i guess we're not really communicating with each other or people do not know how to handle their anger uh do you think it's because you said it goes up when we're on vacations or um when we're around that person that is doing the violence right i mean at this point we're uh, like i'm not saying we're like any of us are uh in anything of that nature at this moment but like just uh the the general we like if you're in an actual relationship like that and it's abuse you you can't go anywhere because you live with the person yep you're with them 24 7 in a house being quarantined like but I would, not, it's not uh two weeks you know that's true but i would think that if you are in survival mode and you're kind of cooped up with someone for survival purposes you would want to do everything in your power to kind of be in survival mode and then any drama or whatever that's going on just kind of we'll deal with that later but right now we need to put food on the table we need to but that's the the problem that's the problem right now anything you do could make that person angry yeah and here's the thing now that you're just locked up in the house with that person 24 7 that that seems they seem to be angry all the they was angry the moments that you were spending that time with them now you're with them 24 7 so they're constantly angry and the thing is you never said anything about it before it's either the people around you didn't say anything or somebody or you didn't say anything but now it's gotten worse that's like you allowing a child to get away with something not once not twice but a few times they'll think it's okay yeah. And that's where it stems from. Like, they seen this. They they dealt with this. And this well, is not just, like, somebody hitting somebody or anything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But There's let's different talk, levels to it. But, but let's get into what we've seen. So, as far as domestic violence, um, I guess it's story time. Who, who wants to go first? As far as domestic violence, what is something that, you know, you've personally experienced um, in regards to domestic violence to kind of you know shed a light on this so my experience me personally like i was raised in a household that like i love my father i love my family and stuff like that but my father was verbally abusive to my mother physically abusive while i was younger he he laid his hands on her you know what i mean like i was around that and because you're around that stuff and it sucks to say but there's times where i had I have had anger to the point where I wouldn't put my hands on somebody, but to the point where I I know I could lose control. And I felt as though because it was around me so much, that is my reaction. You get what I'm saying? And I learned that seeing that I love my mother so much and I never wanted that to to be a thing that I would do that to a woman I love. You know what I mean? Like, it's scary. Like, we're raised around this. And now just imagine if... Nobody's ever said anything to my father because I stood up and said something to him. I said, why are you doing this? I said, you can't. I told my mom, like, there's numerous times she, she told him to leave and he kept on coming back. But I told her, I was like, you either choose, like, to be different or don't be in this family no more. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Now, was your grandfather uh, 
abusive as well? Or was there domestic so they, violence in your... Not, so with my grandfather, he was he was an alcoholic. My father's father. He was an alcoholic. Like, And, it, and I think I, I explained this before, where my, my, my relationship with my grandfather was like, I'm like, I'm a child. He would send me to the store to go and get him liquor and let the people know at the liquor store to sell me liquor so I could bring it to him. You know what I mean? But you see the household that I was in. But the thing is, somewhere along the line, you have to be able to break that chain. Somebody has to say something. I was strong enough to say something in my experience. My mom, it was hard for her. It was hard for her to leave the relationship. Her and my father are still together. And at times he does say the, the, the most nastiest things. But the thing is, you have to correct those things. And if you don't, it becomes worse. And now we're locked up with these people in the home who, who said these things and we just shrug it off. Oh, okay, he hit me real quick. It wasn't that bad. He said that to me. It wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? And, and now wait, what's happening? We're locked up 24-7. These guys lost their jobs. These women lost their jobs. They're yelling at their men. Because it's not just men. It's not just, you know what I mean? It's not just women. It's vice versa. It's both. You know what I mean? And, and we need to step up and say something. You know? It's high stakes at the moment. People are very angry in general. On edge. About the economy, about their job, uh, how they're going to survive at all, much less what their personal relationships are looking like. And they might not out on someone else. Yeah, and domestic violence is not just putting your hands on another person. Verbally abuse. Like, we've oh, all been in something that somebody in a relationship or a friendship or anything like that, that somebody had verbally abused you in, in, a, in a manner that made you feel smaller than you are. You know what I mean? Like, what was your right. experience in the whole thing, uh, Chance? How about you share a little bit of your experience? So, I mean, in regards to me, uh, my father, he was, you know course an alcoholic you know uh, and he was actually a well-respected surgeon so the whole idea of him going to work saving lives every day that was a thing he did but for some reason he was still stressed out on things that he had no control over and when you know I was younger um, there are many instances where he would just kind of sucker punch me you know in the chest where there would be times where there was one time where my sister you know got upset and said hey you know kill me kill me kill me this is crazy so my father got a bb gun i'm at like four years old and i thought it was a real gun he started shooting the bb gun and then i ran out of the bed i was like daddy please don't kill me please don't kill me uh but essentially it kind of shows oh and then there was another instance uh, where my mother was kind of thrown against the wall um, had a gash in her hand and essentially she told me, you know, as she was being thrown against the wall, you know, don't you ever treat a woman like this because this is not how you do it. So that's why I'm very Will Smith in my ways of how I treat women and people simply because I don't want to activate those feelings and I don't want to activate those emotions simply because of, you know, me touching alcohol me you know being around the wrong company uh so if you notice like i'm a very kind of kind of standoffish type guy now i will say that thank goodness to my church group thanks goodness to uh, my friends thank goodness to other resources i have been afforded the opportunity to not go south like my father has but i mean 
domestic violence, that's, that's something that um, is very prevalent. And, and I understood that my father, who was abusing me, he was also abusing my grandfather. So there was, once again, uh, a, a pattern of violence. So we have to realize that it has to end with us. You know, I realized Somewhere that, along the line, somebody has to step up yeah. and say something. Sarah, right. do you feel as though like you want to say anything or talk about it? I mean, I've been super grateful not to be in any uh, abusive relationship or uh, see any abusive relationships throughout my um, family. Um, thankfully, uh, I just grew up um, lucky, I guess, in that regard. But it, 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 I've been in relationships where uh, definitely like it wasn't super emotionally abusive but you get to a point where if the relationship's not going well like i had an ex where we didn't communicate very well so it kind of goes back to being able to talk and say how you feel um and he would be standoffish um and completely ignore me he would do a lot of different things that would upset me and i would just put them off um and try to pretend like it wasn't happening um and then i would uh, maybe go out with the girls on Friday night, have a few drinks, and I would come back home and be like, you did all these things, and why, like, why would you be mean to me like that? And I would just unleash all of my emotions and my frustrations at what he had emotionally done the week before. So it was just like both of us emotionally abusing each other um, because I would yell at him, and it seemed like I was just throwing all of my frustration and what, like, where did this come from? But... I would never talk about it at the moment. I was never open with my feelings um, in in that moment when it was happening. But I would just say, everything's fine, it's okay. And then I would only really say what I really felt um, when I had a little bit of liquid courage and had a few beers. And I would be able to say, all of these things are what... And I wouldn't... I, I wasn't physically abusive, but I would cry and I would, you know, why would you do this to me? And, and then he would say, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know what I did. I didn't mean to do that. But because it's almost like when a dog pisses in the room. When you yell at it, like, 10 hours later, it's not going to know why you're yelling at it. Right. It's just not to compare men to dogs, but, like, you don't think about it in the moment, then it doesn't matter anymore. The moment's gone. So things like that, I, I think, are definitely emotionally abusive. It's still, it's still something that is not mentally uh, healthy for someone. Um, so it's good to get out of that situation. Like it wasn't great during the breakup, but years later you realize like, yeah, that would have been shitty to marry someone and then have to do that for 30 to 60 years of my life. So, I mean, even if it's not physical abuse, you can still definitely mentally be trapped in something, I guess. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because a lot of times people assume and, and associate abuse with physical abuse but physical but abuse is more than just that it can also be verbal so you know just the whole idea of you know just maybe uh that's how it always starts too you know like oh you didn't cook the food right or maybe i'm getting too used to you know, it's just people are getting stir crazy these days, but we have to remember that abuse starts verbally and then it grows into like the physicalness. So, you know, or it, it goes into the physicalness, but more, more than 
more times than not, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it it really just it, it turns into a verbal spat and then it goes to something much bigger. But what I really wanted to explore is, you know, understanding the abuse that we have experienced, no matter which way you want to slice it. You know, what are things that you're personally doing to hold yourself accountable to really change the course of history and change the way that people act? I know for me, I'm going to be a better father and I'm going to be more cognizant of the way that I treat my children simply because of the experience that I've personally had. You know, when I'm, you know, I am married, but, you know, when I have children, I'm going to let my wife know that, you know, I love her and be more compassionate i'm gonna let my children know you know i love them and care for them but what are some things that you are personally doing to kind of change well for me like i from the things that i have seen like i i'm not i'm not gonna ever put my hands on a woman i'm not gonna let that anger boil up inside and wait for the last minute to say anything just like you said like i don't even know why i got mad like like sarah just mentioned what happens no. is we, we just forget and we let all this other shit add up inside. And guess what? We lash out. And us as human beings, we like the way I was raised was never talk about my feelings, never talk about this, never say anything. Just keep it inside. Yeah. But no, the, how can we fix the problems that we have if we never talk about it? It's like that meme where the uh, dog's sitting in the chair and the house on fire. Like, yep. everything's fine. Yep. I'm fine. Yep. You just, you're almost taught to be okay with everything or just patient. And I'm sure they didn't mean it. And like you said earlier, like, oh, it was just, it was just one time. Yep. I don't think they meant it that way. And you just want to tiptoe around things, but you're not communicating. Properly. And I, I know I'm at fault at times that I, ca- I caught myself and I look back now because all the changes I've gone through and everything I've learned, I learned how to let go of a lot of my anger. And it stems from, and it's crazy, it stems from my childhood. It stems from what I saw as a child or what I was raised around. You know what I mean? Like it was okay to, to talk down to certain people or even talk down to my, my, my woman. You know what I mean? Like there's been numerous times that I would say things hurtfully not because I meant to, but the thing is, it's just like, it was a reaction. It was something I would just know because I know it, it can cut deep. And that's, mm. that's, that's just wrong to me. Like, I should never lash out on somebody about something that happened like three weeks ago and I don't even fucking remember what it was. And because you just did something, like, it could be ridiculously stupid. And I lashed out because of all this other things and I didn't say anything the first time that it bothered me. And the same goes for, for like relationships I was in where they didn't say anything and they waited for the last minute. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Like, why are you yelling at me? What is the problem? Like, there was a time that I was in the car with an ex-girlfriend of mine and I was like, what, where is all this anger coming from? Like, what is going on? And just started an onslaught of, you remember that? month or whatever we need to talk about things we need to nip those things in the bud right there when when we feel some type of way or we need to catch ourselves where do we go from here i know that i will never put my hands on a woman i know that i should never talk down to a woman and i know that i every time i catch myself losing getting that 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 heatedness i have to step back and say hey I want to let you know, like, this is just really upsetting me. And it sounds weird, but we need to do that. We need to step out from our body and look from the outside looking in. You know what I mean? Like, step away and, like, because everyone else looks at this. You know how shitty it would look? Think about that. Would you be okay with your child seeing this? 
Would you be okay with your child hearing the things that you're saying to your significant other? If you didn't like hearing it when you heard it when you was a child, why would you right. allow that to happen in the household now? Why would you allow that to happen? Even the people around you, let's not talk about just the children that are there, your neighbors, your friends and everything like that. Sarah, you just mentioned earlier that that mm. has a thing that like to help out for domestic violence because you know what? Oh, yeah. In the world now are more inclined to pull out their phones than to say something and do something yeah. about it. Yeah, apparently if you type in, um, uh, I don't know, it's a uh, beta, I think it was called Here For You. And if you, let's say you uh, type in something into your Snapchat, like anxiety um, or suicide, uh, it will pull up the videos um, or suggestions that are there to like help you cope with that or uh, work on it. Um, so it's not just you kind of uh, looking up you know, funny things about those subjects. The the company, um, they just really want you to have someone to talk to. And they're working with the domestic abuse, um, the national um, services. So that's pretty cool. I think it's nice. They like social media. I mean, I mean, Snapchat may even cause some issues and they may realize that that's causing issues in the household. Like, who are you looking at Snapchat on? I didn't send you Snapchat. Why are you looking at that? You never know. That's the issue. Um, I would I would say for me, like, where do I go from here? Like, I just kind of learned to be, uh, at least with in terms of the emotional, um, like, package of it. I think I learned to be more confident. Because um, a lot of the times, the things that I was always concerned about was self-doubt um, or self-deprecation on myself. Um, and then when I would hold all those things in, uh, I would then at some point want to question them. And, and that's where, you know, one thing turned into 10. And then I'd be like, well, well why'd you do this? Like, why are you, you know, why would you don't let why would you do this happen? Uh, you kind of do have to be uh, when you are being communicative, you have to be um, courageous and just say, like, why did you do this thing? What did you mean by that? Why would you say that? What uh, what made you, you know, talk to that girl? Like, what what was the scenario? Like, because I need to know. And if you're able to talk it out, almost like you're able to get feedback at work, um, you you can have a more open and direct communication. And it one won't turn into ten, and then you won't go from zero to a hundred, like you said, with like uh, anger. And you're just sitting in the car, like, what the hell did I do? So you're, I mean, I'm not trying to say that like you're uh, lessening the issues that might possibly stem, but at the very least for yourself, if you are the one that tends to get angry or hold and bottle things in because you are afraid of the other person or you're the person that has that anger, you just kind of have to be more communicative and open to talk about it and be more self-respecting towards yourself to know that you deserve to know why. You're not crazy. Don't gaslight yourself. Don't say like, oh, I'm sure they didn't mean it like that. Or I'm just trying to, you know, go with the flow. And like, I'm sure, you know, he he just didn't buy me uh, flowers on Valentine's Day because like, even though we're living together, like he just forgot. Like, no, like, why didn't you do question, that? Question, question. Right. And don't be scared to answer yeah. those questions. And, and if, if that person is angry, like I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna wrap it up for me. Like what, what sure. I have to say, like 
the end of the day for me, like you need to say something or you need to walk away. Like I love my family. I love my mother and my father. But there's numerous yeah. times I was like, you need to walk away from this. Like I, this is, this is not a household to live in. People look around and think like they can change that person. No, that person has to want to change for themselves. They need to want to do better for themselves. They need to do better. Not you. You need, you don't need, you're not there to change the person. You're there to guide them to help them see what they're doing. Understand that. Like I always been in relationships or anything that I would try to change somebody who I, because I want them to be a certain way. Or they try to make me somebody I'm not. No, it's not. It doesn't work that way. That causes the issues. You, that's not who I am. Why? What? What are you doing? Show me a different way. Don't try to make me somebody I'm not. When you try to push somebody and they're not, like you have to walk away and be like, listen, this is not conducive to the relationship that we're trying to grow. And and this is as far as we can go. Then I understand that. Until you're willing to go and look for the help that you require, I don't think we can go any farther. Because and it's just wrong to myself because I, I'm, I'm what, what am I a glutton for punishment? No, I shouldn't be a glutton for punishment. Neither should that person. We should always stand up and say something at that time. And if you're around this, stop taking out your fucking phone and recording it. Say something. Do something. These are your friends. Think of this, this could be your mother, your brother, your sister, or anybody that you truly love. And you allowed this to happen. You allowed it to happen for so long. And guess what? Now look where we're at. Pandemic. They're locked up with that. That could be your friend right now. That could be your loved one. And it kills me inside to know that there's people out there living like this right now. And something could have been done and nobody fucking did anything. Nobody. Stand up and say something. Mm-hmm. Chance, what do you got? I mean, if you are more concerned about your spouse than you are the pandemic, then you have some major issues to just deal with. And yeah, I mean, because I mean, we're talking about a pandemic. We're talking about literally, you could die from <laughs> a virus, but yet you're more concerned about. How you're gonna make someone's life a living hell if you're gonna do that then you know just it's um it's crazy you, yeah you, it, it's, it's just it's it's insane it's, to think that that's where my my right that's my goat my priority is just to like say these nasty things to these people but knowing that i can at, at any moment i can step out my door breathe in so where somebody just coughed and that that could be the end of it but yet you want to fight with you want to fight with somebody? The one person who you're locked up with? The, the one person who's willing to yeah. deal with the shit that you've been putting out? Priorities. Priorities, 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 priorities. The fuck is wrong with you? And if that's where your head is at, then you need, you have major problems. And you Seek need that to help. Look. Seek yeah. that help. If you're going to do anything right now, either get that person out of that house or seek the help that you require. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of online options for yeah. mental health, um, for seeking help during uh, during this time uh, with the National Domestic Abuse uh, Hotline. Um, Snapchat uh, has that option um, through the actual application. So there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of avenues if you are having issues currently. 
um, with that and just mental health in general. Mm-hmm. Huh. So I'm, I'm that, I, that, that takes the cake for me. Yeah, struggle like, right now. So right now, like, yeah. if you're dealing with this, I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand times are rough right now. I understand you may have lost your job. You have lost a lot of things and you're dealing with a lot. But that doesn't give you a right to lash out on somebody else. And if you're in that situation and you don't know how to get out, who's your best friend? Who's that friend who, who you always talk to and said, like, I don't know what to do? They are there for you. They talk to you about it numerous of times. Guess what? Yeah. Talk to them. Call them now. This is when you need them. This is when we need each other the most. All right. Um, that's all I have to say about this. Like, like it bothers me and it, it builds up inside me because I wonder what would have happened if I never said anything to my 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 father. Or if I would have never said anything and spoke up, it could have gone worse. I'm sorry I ever lashed out on people and I, I make them feel lesser than what they are. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that, that, that perfectly ends our podcast. So before we go any further, um, I just wanted to say um, that I personally um, uh, just want to make the world a better place and I want to do the very best I can to be, you know, the best person that I can be. But with that said, my name is uh, Chance, and if you haven't figured this out already, I do movie reviews. So today we actually, you know, we actually have a few movie review. We did a movie a movie review of Extraction and a movie review of uh, the Charlotte Buff movie. Oh, uh, that Honey Boy. So and Honey I watched the review too. Um, that movie is fantastic. Is his own father. Oof. And uh, Sarah, you have your own show. I do. Um, I have my own show where I discuss my favorite things of the week. Um, I just recorded and I need to edit it, so it'll be out this week at some point. Um, the first one was about Animal Crossing, and the second one's gonna be about uh, vinyl toys. So that's nice. gonna be pretty dope. Um, and like blind boxes and unboxing stuff. So. And also, if you haven't already, check out Kink. It's also available in podcast stores all over the place, as well as Spotify. And Jonathan, I know you're working on something special, something you have something under the wraps. Yeah, I'm trying trying to figure out what's my my thing. And like I'm working on it and I'm working on, on quite a few things. Somebody told me that I need to push harder for what I'm working towards and I, I need I could be doing more and you know what I will be eat it alright well <laughs> subscribe listen please subscribe love it you know what I mean like it love it whatever you need give it thumbs up but listen listen subscribe. to us each week please thank you alright like. this is Chance from So About <laughs> Yesterday I'm Sarah. Jonathan thank you so much for listening you guys hey everyone if you want to know why chance is always in the doghouse please subscribe to my favorite podcast every thursday hey sarah love you girl jonathan i'm watching you